0: Good morning. Today we're going to study from the Gospel of St. Matthews, the 21st chapter, and we're going to begin at the 17th verse. These verses deal with the cursing of a fig tree. We're going to try to see how these verses can apply to us in our world today. And it reads, And he left them. This is Jesus. Jesus left the disciples. In the previous uh, verse, he had a, a entry into Jerusalem. And uh, after he entered Jerusalem, uh, he had the cleansing of the temple. And after he cleaned the temple, he left the disciples and went out into the city of Bethany and he stayed there all night long. He got up the next morning. Now it says in verse 18, now in the morning, as he returned into the city, he hungered. He was physically hungry as he began to walk back into the Uh, city of Jerusalem. He saw a fig tree, verse 19 says, and when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon but leaves only. Now this fig tree is symbolic of a lot of Christians, it's symbolic of a lot of things that look beautiful on the outside, but are just kind of riding on the inside. I mean, it could be symbolic of people that dress up the outside. Uh, I, I had uh, one member one time talked about people being dressed up garbage cans, and I don't, I don't subscribe to that. But there are many people that look good on the outside but they are rotten on the inside or they are of no use to the church or they are of no use to the kingdom of God. Jesus came to this fig tree, which looked as if it, it was blooming, as if it had fresh figs on it. But when he reached up into the fig tree, There was nothing there. There was no figs in the fig tree. And certainly exhibiting his human side of being hungry, this is probably one of those instances where he exhibited his human side of being angry. For the Bible says that finding nothing but leaves only said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forever. He did not curse the tree for a season or curse the tree for a moment, but he cursed this tree forever and ever because it did not supply him with the food that he needed that day. And presently, the fig tree withered away, which means it withered withered away how? Immediately. It didn't wait. It didn't slowly wither away, but immediately, that tree withered away. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, they were astonished and saying, how soon is the fig tree withered away? How quickly, how immediately did Jesus speak something and it happened? Many of us are, we we talk about God doing things in the blinking of an eye. But just one look from God can change your whole life situation, can turn around your whole life situation from good to bad. And this is a perfect example of something being spoken and then happening immediately. Jesus answered and said unto them, the disciples, the apostles, verily I say unto you, of a truth I say unto you, this is something that you can sink your teeth in, you can believe. Of a truth I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree, but also, if ye shall say unto the mountains, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. That, listen to what Jesus said. He says to the apostle, Marvel at this. Because if you had faith, this was a faith move. It was a faith walk. If you shall say to this thing, to these circumstances, to this problem, to this situation, if you have faith to believe, then you shall speak to it into the move. And he compared it to the mountains and Mountains in your life can be compared not only to the good things, but even the bad things in life. That You can move things out of your life. You can change things in your life. But we got to have faith. Without faith, we wither up. And this is a time where people are withering away. The closure of many of the churches, the uh, lack of communication among people, the social distancing that uh, people have had to have, um, just living a different lifestyle has caused people to wither away. We don't speak to people. We uh, Many times we're adamant about showing people how angry we are, uh, angry with our political leaders, not our neighbors. But that anger that we have for our political leaders in Washington comes out on our neighbor in our city or our neighborhood. Sometimes that anger that we have for for our city councilmen, we can't get to those people. And it causes us to wither away. Our neighborhoods begin to wither. Our businesses begin to wither. Our relationships begin to wither. But we begin to just become isolated. We almost become a nothing. Because things that we relied on in the past, things that uh, has helped us, things that we know that we've been sure of, all of a sudden those things are weakening. We become shaken by stuff. So our faith, likewise, becomes shaken. We don't have the community church meetings on Sundays and our faith becomes shaken. And Jesus says you must keep the faith. You must keep the belief. Because once you lose that, once you lose faith, you lose the encouragement necessary for growth. You begin to wither away. Now, we don't lose in our faith. I, I pray that nobody lose their faith, that they wither away as quickly as this fig tree. I pray that if you do lose some faith, it's gradual over a period of time, and then somebody catch you before you totally bottom out. But here, this was immediate. And there are times that we can do things that can cause an immediate loss of faith. One of those things, the... In my opinion, is fear. When we start fearing things, when we start fearing people, when we start fearing circumstances, then it causes us to lose our faith, to become discouraged and um, kind of get lost. But finally, Jesus says here, he says in all things, Whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Now this is a powerful statement, and I think if anybody else had said that, it just would not have the the power that it has. Jesus says in all things, all things mean everything and excludes no things. But he says, and in all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. So before I ask it, I've got to believe it. I've got to believe that it's going to come to pass. The Bible talks about in the passage of time. Things happen in the passage of time. I had a church member one time that whenever the church would have a problem or whenever we were going through something, she looked at me and she'd say, Pastor, time or time? And I'd kind of laugh because most people didn't know what she was talking about. But I understood, the Bible says in the passage of time, everything clears up in the passage of time. All problems go away in the passage of time. You know, the biggest problem we have with time is we don't know how much of it we got. I read something the other day that says everybody knows how much money they have, but nobody knows how much time you got. So it behooves all of us that have faith, that believe, to utilize the time right now to clear every matter that we can clear. And they ask God for good things, ask God for blessed things, not just for us, but also for our neighbors. Verse 23. And when he was coming to the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching and said, by what authority dost thou these things? And who gave thee this authority? What they were saying to Jesus, where, where you, where's your license, Jesus? Where's your, where's your degree, Jesus? We don't remember you being in our seminary class. So by what authority are you teaching these things? We we certainly never heard of them, but, you know, that was not true. But they said to Jesus, by what authority are you teaching about faith, about belief, about the resurrection, about the forgiveness of sin? where did you get your authority from? In fact, where did you get the message from? And Jesus answered and said unto them, I also will ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I in likewise will tell you By what authority I do these things? He answered a question with a question. He said, okay, um, I'll tell you if you tell me. He said, the baptism of John, whence was it? From heaven or of men? And they reason with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say unto us, Why did ye not then believe him? But if we shall say of men, we fear the people. For all hold John as a prophet. And they answered Jesus and said, We cannot tell. Which so means we don't know. Because six in one hand, half dozen in another. If we say of heaven, we lose. If we say of John, we lose. So we just don't know. Neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. So Jesus said, that's fine with me. Then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Amen. Amen. Now it's up to us, each one of us, during this season to strengthen our faith, to strengthen our beliefs, to not get caught up in the hatred, the prejudice, the meanness, and wither away It's up to us to strengthen our neighborhoods, strengthen our government, and not let it wither away because it loses its faith. It's up to each one of us to do everything we can to be faithful and to pull others into faithfulness. Amen? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray now for our city, we pray for our nation, we pray for our families. Strengthen our unbeliefs more than anything else. Help us to find the right relationship with your son, Jesus. And through that relationship with Jesus, we develop a relationship with you. In that relationship, we will not have all the problems that we're having in life. Strengthen us, bless us, keep us in Jesus' name. Amen.